Hey everyone, welcome back to What A Week. I'm your host, Olivia Lee, here to deliver your weekly dose of the news. Let's get started. In local news. This past Sunday, a right-wing protest in Portland turned into a gunfight when anti-fascist demonstrators returned fire at a man who shot at them with a handgun in a downtown street. The firefight took place in the heart of downtown Portland soon after 6 p.m. on Sunday night. Portland Police Bureau confirmed that a man had been arrested over the shooting but did not have any information on any injuries. The incident came after a day of protests descended into running clashes involving hundreds of protesters and counter-protesters. This past Sunday's planned gatherings were spurred by a similar event one year ago where right-wing demonstrators, including some affiliated with the Proud Boys, faced off against anti-fascist counter-demonstrators in downtown Portland. The two groups pelted each other with paintballs, mace, and rocks, as Portland police stayed mainly out of the way. In state news. Last Friday, the Oregon Health Authority reported 19 new COVID-related deaths, raising the state's death toll to 3,012. OHA Director Patrick Allen in a statement said, quote, Today we mark another sad milestone in the pandemic, our 3,000th COVID-19-related death. Our sadness is deepened by the realization that these deaths are increasingly preventable. We know that the available vaccines provide a reliable, protective shield against serious illness and death from COVID-19. These vaccines are saving lives every day, and I urge every Oregonian who has not yet received the vaccine to please make a plan to be vaccinated, end quote. Oregon health officials reported more than 4,700 new coronavirus cases and 24 COVID-19-related deaths over the span of this past weekend as the Delta variant and hospitalizations continue to surge across the state. The Oregon Health Authority has identified 257,644 presumptive and confirmed coronavirus cases since the pandemic has started. In national news, last week, the Food and Drug Administration formally approved Pfizer's COVID-19 vaccine. The widely anticipated decision replaces the emergency use authorization granted by the agency last December. The vaccine developed by Pfizer and its partner BioNTech is the first COVID-19 vaccine to be subject to a full review by the U.S. regulator and to get an approval that puts the vaccine on par with other marketed vaccines. The full approval could make it easier for employers, the military, and universities to mandate vaccination and may reassure some people who are still indecisive about getting the vaccine. The country's top health officials announced last Wednesday that COVID-19 booster shots of the Pfizer and Moderna vaccines are set to become available for all U.S. adults beginning next month. Dr. Vivek Murthy, the Surgeon General, spoke on this announcement at a White House briefing saying, quote, We know that even highly effective vaccines become less effective over time. It is now our clinical judgment that the time to lay out a plan for COVID boosters is now. In international news, last week China reported no new locally transmitted COVID-19 cases for the first time since July, according to its National Health Commission, as authorities doubled down on the country's stringent zero-COVID approach. China has been grappling with the spread of the highly contagious Delta variant since July 20th, when a cluster of COVID-19 infections were detected among airport cleaning staff in the eastern city of Nanjing. Since then, it has catapulted into the worst outbreak China has seen since 2020, spreading to more than half of the country's 31 provinces and infecting more than 1,200 people. The surging cases driven by Delta were seen as the biggest challenge yet to China's uncompromising zero-tolerance virus policy. Local authorities responded by placing tens of millions of residents under strict lockdown, rolling out massive testing, and tracing campaigns and restricting domestic travels. The strict measures appear to be working as daily infections have fallen steadily over the past week into single digits, down from more than 100 from its peak two weeks ago. Lastly, here is the wildcard news for the week. 
Greenland saw rain at the highest point of its ice sheet for the first time since scientists have been making observations there. According to the U.S. National Snow and Ice Data Center, rain fell for several hours on an area 10,551 feet in elevation on August 14th, an unprecedented occurrence for a location that rarely sees temperatures above freezing. It was also the latest date in the year scientists have ever recorded above freezing temperatures at the National Science Foundation's summit station. The rainfall coincided with the ice sheet's most recent, quote, melt event, in which temperatures get high enough that the thick ice begins to melt. Well, that wraps up What a Week. Stay safe and see you guys next week.